Are we on the air? Oh, I'm going to say in the heart of um, being late. Check, check. Yeah, you're good, you're good, you're good. We here, we here, we live. My brothers, yo, welcome back to the Low Maids Asylum Show. It is a beautiful episode that is um, right in front of you, um, actually. We got a few things that I want to talk to you about. We have a new character inside of the motherfucking building. We got new music dropping. Before we get into all that, my name is Low Main. This is the Low Main's Asylum Show. I am your co-capitan of the day. Um, I am speaking to you guys out of the... DJ Nonsense Dungeon. Yeah, we in a dungeon. Yeah. We, we in the beat, the, the beat laboratory. The beat laboratory. I don't even know. This is creation laboratory. Hey. <laughs> uh, I always like to keep the graces, man, of passing the Dutchie upon the left-hand side. So, my brother, if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself to, to the world, who are you and where do you reside from? I'm Captain Backpack. I'm living out of Phoenix, Arizona. But I'm from Los Angeles, California, so. My yeah. guy. Hey. Uh, yeah. And to the left-hand side of Mr. Uh, Captain Backpack. You already know. It's DJ Nonsense. Uh, it's crazy because I met Captain Backpack in 2018, the Beat Battle Days, and Beat uh, beat Mecca Phoenix and all that. Bro, are you so serious? Yeah. My God, yo. Yeah. I was the DJ. He was fucking banging beats and fucking i was telling him earlier i remember him he was always dancing always doing his thing always had the energy going so yeah beat mecca was like the first people to ever like book me for a show out here in phoenix so i was just like oh okay cool like now what is beat mecca if i can ask you guys for anyone that wants to go into this that wants to uh come into it now so for beat mecca it started by a producer named arza uh he did that um shout out to him um he just did this thing where it's just like producers would like showcase their like beats and stuff. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I was like new to Arizona, and I was like, I still want to do music and still want to play shows because a lot of people in California was like, man, there ain't shit out there in Arizona. You can't play <laughs> beats and shit. So I was just like, man, we're super slept. Watch this. Uh-huh. So like it was weird because I met another DJ who's like prominent out like in like the Metro Phoenix area, mm-hmm. like through a dating app. So <laughs> my God! <laughs> no, so so check this shit out. Check this shit out, right? So, uh, Jamie Lee, uh, D- DJ Jamie Lee, she was on. I forgot what dating app it was. I think it was on Tinder. And at the time when I first moved out in, uh, to Arizona, and I was just like just seeing what people d- did and stuff. Uh-huh. And so I was just like, oh, okay, cool. And it's like, oh, you DJs? Like, yeah, like I have a show. Yada yada this. So then she was DJing with uh, DJ Pootie Tat, and then she was also DJing with uh, Stony Pie, and they formed a group together called uh, Hydration or something like that. Mm -hmm. And so I went to their event, and that was like the very first event thing I ever did when I came out here. Mm -hmm. So then I followed them all on like Instagram, and what I did was like, I don't care about dating y'all, like, or whatever. Right. <laughs> I'm about to see what musical connections you have. So I took every flyer that they had on their Instagrams. And what I did was I reached out to everybody who put on the event that was on those flyers. So there I was like, go. oh, this person here, they have a flyer. Who's these people? So I went in and, like, looked at, yeah, like, Hey, you got to use dating sites for more than just trying to fuck with us, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Business. so what I did was like, like, oh, so it was like, oh, this collective does this. Okay. Hey, you guys still throwing shows or whatever or doing this? 
oh yeah like if i could play a show that would be great okay cool some people will be like yeah yeah cool whatever and then some people will be like yeah come on like like come to, come out to our event or whatever like we'll talk with you chop it up or whatever and then we'll see about throwing you onto an event so then while that happens it's like it was like a beat like Arza wasn't a part of that like process though. It, I think it was like a little bit later. I, I forget how I found out about Arza, but Arza was the first person to actually like put me onto a show in Arizona to where it's like, oh, this is my first show out in Arizona. And the crazy part was, it was like the day right after my birthday too. So, Shout out to that. Yeah, so it, that show was like dope as fuck. Too. Now, like, man, if I may ask you, um, do the vibes differ from here in LA? Um, uh, which vibes do you kind of prefer? Um, he is the difference in all of that. Um, I would Santana. say the vibes for the Santana. most part mm-hmm. they're kind of they're 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 definitely Santana. different okay. because it's like oh, when you it's, when you come to Arizona you definitely always. notice like there's a LA style of music like out in Arizona I feel like. Yeah, I think you just have a to lot of people because music scene is like fairly like new out here and people mm-hmm. still trying to figure it out. You feel the different influences from other places. So like a lot of people come from the Midwest, like right. Chicago, Milwaukee, Detroit, right. or they come from the South. They come from Atlanta, Louisiana, or they come like right across the street from California. Right. And <laughs> you hear all these vibes and together, but there's not an Arizona's town yet I feel and yeah. I feel like it's gonna Major. I was telling nonsense earlier d- there is like there's gonna be one day that rapper and producer that gets together who's totally mm-hmm. have different sounds like both rapping wise and producer wise that's gonna have you just like hey yo this is different this is gonna be the sound and that person's gonna make it out of here everybody else is gonna copy that but it's gonna be several people like to me there's only like two people that I feel that have that sound who like could pretty much do it now if they wanted to i like that and so it's like one is samarison okay and then the other is uh i think his name is eric dupree like he just had a song that just like popped off like from a a dancer good uh, shit on instagram Mm -hmm. but other than that like those are the only two people i like really see to where i listen to their shit like oh different and they're like Mm -hmm. talented shit that's coming right really really Cause uh, I met um, Samara. Uh, Sam- yeah. I met her uh, during a studio session one time. Uh, oh my God, she I, performed, right? Uh, no, she didn't perform. Uh, oh. She actually did a song with one of the artists that I was engineering for at the time. And okay. just meeting her, I'm like, damn, this girl is just like, yeah, she's, dude, she's, she's, she's a vibe. She just knows her stuff. She, she's well rounded as an artist, and yeah. just her, just her vibe in general. <laughs> like, yeah, thanks, she, man. She definitely is talented. I like that. <laughs> Uh, you man, you were speaking about uh, Stony Pie and um, like Homegirl is a lot of people like sleep on this girl because like yeah. Homegirl is doing all these crazy ass shows like these DJ sets on like Thursday yeah. nights that like <laughs> you know, I love the Instagrams because like she's like yo pop out it's like Thursday night I wake up to like for work you know but the next day and like I'm <laughs> watching people just wilding a fuck out the night before and like. People should definitely go to these shows. <laughs> oh yeah, Stony yeah, Pie is like amazing. Like she's really good, but but her uh, boyfriend Dungeon Destroyer, that dude, like, uh, is a 
monster. Like his yeah. music is so fucking good to me. It's just like, Amazing. bro, like you should see him. Like he'll pop out like his whole entire setup and like like it's it's dope. You just what? gotta watch it for yourself. Like follow him on Instagram, like yes, Dungeon sir. Destroyer, <laughs> like and watch him like make beats with like like he's just playing with synthesizers and shit. But the shit is like dope as fuck. Or you see him play live <laughs> and you hear the shit. His his thing is like. Kind of like how I was telling you earlier, like, where it's, like, one of those sets to where it's just, like, oh, shit, like, everybody before you is going to be forgotten and everybody yeah, else behind you is going to have to, like, step up. Yep. He's one of those dudes. And it's just, Dude. like, oh, shit. <laughs> and so it's just, like. You got to bring your A game. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's definitely people out here in mm-hmm. Arizona who, like, are really, really good at what they do. And it's, like, like, like for instance, Kareem Ali. Like, he's from New York. But, like, just being out here in Arizona making a name for himself, it's, like, to me, he's, like, that dude's my idol. Like, I don't care. Like, even though he's, like, a friend of mine, it's, Mm -hmm. like, I will always be a fan of his music no matter what happens. Because that shit is dope. Like, because at first I thought I was, like, the only dude making, like, dancey house music out here and then listening to his shit. It's, like, bro, you way on a whole bigger scale. Like, you're touring the world with this shit. I love it. You're that you're that nigga. Like, you that like, nigga. You're dope. Like, like, and, and like, that's what I love. It's like just meeting people who are just like different, who are always grinding on the hustle. So, like, people like that, like Stony Pie, Kareem Ali, Dungeon Destroyer, Black Shaman, like, mm-hmm. uh, like people like that, like they inspire me to like keep going because there's definitely been times where it's just like, hey, bro, I want to fucking quit. I tw- yeah. Like, I don't want to do this shit anymore. I'm in Arizona. Nobody's paying attention. Like, I don't even know who's like listening to my shit. But then yeah. it's like when people tell you, it's like, hey, bro, I shared my shit with your shit with somebody and they was like really loving it and like we had that shit on repeat or whatever. It's like, oh, shit. Like, and she keeps you going forever. Right? Like, little, little I, I got to keep going. I got to keep going. Like, I can't stop now. Like, I have to. But, you know, like there's definitely those times where it's just like, oh, what's like, your uh, what's your trick to just to try to overcome th- i mean i d- other than those little moments what's your what's your other main trick to k- just to keep it just to keep you inspired because i know even for uh-huh. me as a creator it's so hard you know sometimes yeah you know, life and sometimes everything. it's like because i don't even like we wanted to make beats because literally if you was like if you was like a fly on the wall in my room it's like you would sit there and you'd be like this dude ain't made a beat for like the last past like five weeks. <laughs> I feel like that. I all. feel that. Like dude. ain't did nothing. And then it's just like I'll be sitting there watching a podcast about some chick talking about how she sucks five dudes off in college. <laughs> or I'll be sitting Shots there. Shouts out to No Jumper. <laughs> <laughs> no Jumper is a good ass podcast. Right. Or it's like I'll be sitting there watching like I'll be watching podcasts or YouTube videos. Like I'm always on fucking YouTube. But it's like Facts. I'm always, like, watching something. I'll be playing video games or whatever mm-hmm. or something like that. I'll just be researching something, just looking at it, and I'll just be like, oh, okay. It's like, cool. And it's just like, all right, cool. And then one day it's just like, well, what time of the month is it? Like, <laughs> I should probably right, let, 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 let me try to drop something so I'll, like, take everything that I make or, like, something that I've been listening to, mm-hmm. like, on Spotify or whatever. It's like, uh, like anything that I discovered that's new or like I might have been at a concert or I might have saw something just in person that's not even involving music or anything else that mm-hmm. I really care about. I'm like, oh, let me make a song about that shit. Like, or yeah. like, let me make a song about this experience of how I feel. Or like, yeah, I kind of need to get myself out of this like depressive slump right now and just keep going because like I'm watching all my peers get to the level that they want. Let me, you know, figure that shit out and just like keep going. You know, yeah, I feel so that. 
Cause me, I, I have spurts. Like I just have little spurts. Like I'm just yeah. like it all comes in spurts. I was gonna ask you guys like where do you guys usually find your inspiration from? Cause I think it's gonna sound weird, but I think most of my inspiration when whenever I want to create, cause like um, usually I like to write, and most of that man comes from a moment of dare I say like a darkness, you know, like sadness, like you know, like me trying to beat something, like me trying to overcome something. So where do you usually find your inspiration from? Um. My inspiration comes from a lot of things, and I don't know if people hear it in my music or, like, know, but I guess if, like, you're one of my, like, close friends, Mm -hmm. you could kind of maybe see it and hear it. Uh, I guess it's just from, like, me just being goofy all the time. (laughs) Uh, Like, because I'll say the most random shit ever, and people be like, hey, yo, what the fuck? (laughs) But um, it's shit like that. Um, Just the idea of love, because I'm, like, a sucker for love. I love that. Yes, sir. Um, me always wondering, like, about, like, what's more out there to, like, to the outer human experience. Mm-hmm. Kind of like some astral plane, like, you stuck on LSD or something type moments. Like, what's beyond you? Like, you know? Shit like that to where I think about a I lot, like, like, the deepness of that. Um and I'm not a spiritual person at all, though. Those are just some of the things I think about. <laughs> but because I know some people take it to be like, oh, my God, he's such a spiritual. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm not. Like, uh, don't tell me your Zodiac sign. I'm going to tell you to shut up. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Lay but, it down. Um, Do people ask you for your Zodiac sign, like, over a resume uh, on a quick now? Like, <laughs> for real. So what's your Zodiac sign? It's like, oh, you're a Sagittarius? I'm not going to hire you. Like, sorry. It's like. Bitch, get your emotions out your ass. Like, I need this job, like, because I'm starving. Like, <laughs> fuck you. Trying to eat. <laughs> but, yeah, so, like, but nah, it's, like, stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of kind of stuff like that in just general that kind of, like, just keeps me going. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, life in general. Like, I think about, like, like, the goal of wanting to be able to put like all of my very close friends uh-huh. in a uh, and clo- and my siblings and my dad in a position to where they never have to work a nine to five again. Like, I love fuck that shit. Like if I can make it somehow off of a real like that's just retarded because I'm just making a skit or like it's something that involving beats or it's like I do photography as well so my. Like, and do videos and stuff. So it's like, just doing that, it's like whatever somebody says like, hey, we like this about you and we want to take you to the next level. Mm-hmm. And it feels comfortable with me because I'm not selling out for nobody. I like that. Like, if it makes me feel like that extremely comfortable and it's like, I know it's going to get me to that level, I'm definitely going to take it and just be like, okay, now nah, I'm in the position to where none of my siblings or none of my like my dad or none of my very close friends and it's only like about four or five of them it was like they'll they'll never ever have to work a regular ass nine to five again either i'll put them in the position to where they could work for me and just do whatever the fuck they want yes or do something that they really love that they have the drive and purpose for because it's like for me it's just like we all sit at these jobs and we're like complaining about shit or it's just like life ain't going fair it's like if I could put you in a position that would help you out a lot, like we're still going to go through problems and shit along the way, yeah. but if I could put you in a position to where it's just like, hey, my nigga, quit your job today. It's like, dad, you know how you was telling me how you wanted them 100 acres to where you could build nothing but houses and shit on? 
you got that like right now. Right. Here you go. This is your location. Right right before you exit this earth, you got to see that for a little bit. You know, it's like I love that. So that's those are the things that like drive me to like keep going. You know, Mm -hmm. and like back then it wasn't like a main thing to where it's like I'm trying to figure shit out. But now more so, it's just like okay, slowly start creating these goals and shit, and like over time was like okay, just solve the small shit right now, and then. It'll lead to the bigger things, and so that's all I kind of been focusing on. But that's oh, what yeah. kind of keeps me to like motivated and keep driving to keep doing the creative shit I do. Man, there's a beauty in there, man, because yes, I think um, a lot of people get lost in trying to see from point A to Z, you know, mm-hmm. and like sometimes, but you've got to get from point A to B to C. Yeah, you, know, you have to do the small, di- small like steps. digestible steps, you know, yeah. first and then move on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, especially with freaking how everybody thinks it's, they don't want to, it's just a journey. Nobody really wants to embrace the journey, you know, the right. pain, the ups and downs of it, you know, take those mm-hmm. steps by step. Everybody just wants to skip to the end and like, there yeah. it is. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, one thing that taught me to like, just stop trying to get the end result and like mm-hmm. focus on the steps that you need to, to get the end result. Mm-hmm. Like I do jujitsu. And it's like, it's a uh, martial art grappling base. Mm-hmm. And so with jujitsu, it's like, if you don't know how to get from point A to point B, you're fucked. Like, you got to go point A1, A2, A3. <laughs> now you're at 1B. You're right. So <laughs> then it's like, okay, but wait, you might kind of be in the position that you want to be. But it's like, still, it's like, damn, now if I fuck up at point like A2, how can I like, still get to like point c and like still go like you get still you gotta figure out things and switch it up a little bit so it's just gotta like do your minute adjustments yeah, you gotta not be afraid to like change and shit so yeah, it's just like that's a big, it, but you big still part. gotta follow the steps the way they were presented to you and it's like sometimes you're not always gonna be able to but at least if you have that in the back of your head you're gonna be like oh, okay nice i got there a high-ass moment. Was the Gracie family the inventors of jujitsu? Mike? No. Or no, okay. Every, like, the Gracies, they are, like, responsible for bringing Brazilian jujitsu to America. Nice, okay. But okay. they're not the inventors of jujitsu. Okay. Um, I should be able to know this. My coach is going to kill me. <laughs> he, be <laughs> he be preaching lineage like a motherfucker. Oh, for real? I, <laughs> I love history like that, bro. But yeah. Every time it's like, hey, don't put me on the moment right now. My, my yeah. Right part. It, it happens. It happens. Yeah. Run like, for practice. Because, like, jujitsu actually started, like, a long time ago, like, in, like, in feudal, like, Japan, like, and shit. To Man. where it's just, like, it was, like, it was used, like, samurais and shit. Like, so you, they're doing, like, judo and, like, all this other stuff. And mm-hmm. then it's, like, it started branching off into all yeah, this other h- shit. Yeah, how many different forms are in it? Like, right. In I don't know how many other forms are in it, but it definitely takes, like, wrestling, uh, all this other stuff. But, Still. yeah, the, when the Gracies got a hold of it, like, they learned from a Japanese dude who uh, was in the circus. And he just took grappling and made it different. The Gracies like that they took it, they manipulated it, and now you're seeing like with jujitsu, it's like you've still evolving mm. to this day. Like it's right. a never ending, evolving thing, and so it's like now, what I like about my jujitsu school in general mm. is like we try to take on like multiple forms of grappling, you know. So it's kind of yeah. like hybrid grappling. You you have so you, so all you, types of lands. So it's right? like you have 
we have judo, mm-hmm. jujitsu, catch wrestling. Uh, catch wrestling? Yeah. Oh, that's okay. So What's catch, catch wrestling. Catch wrestling mm-hmm. is pretty much. How do I? I yeah, he gonna kill me for not knowing. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> like heavy on catch wrestling too. Um, catch wrestling is just like jujitsu, but mm-hmm. think of it as like the WWE, but like like actual like wrestling rules. You know, like Dope. okay, it's it's not like you're not you're not doing the high flying shit. But if you've seen some of the moves, you're like, oh, you could do a Boston Crab. It's like, oh yeah, it's like that. Yeah, that's an actual submission you could fuck somebody up with. It's like. So I, shit like I, that. I'm up for catch wrestling. Yeah, yeah and, and then it, uh, catch wrestling hurts a lot more because you could twist people in more ways. It's like okay, it's it's more strength in some ways. Okay, you know, and it's more. Uh, it's just like you automatically kind of want to like put a hurting on the person. Whereas jujitsu is more gentle in a way. And I'm just try- like mm-hmm. you methodically think it out. You know, like so. That's so I, dope. I guess. That's kind of the best way to put it. Like, hey, coach, if you hear this shit, or hey, I, like <laughs> I post like, don't kill me on this, but yeah, I like I that man. Uh, one of my most favorite fighters uh, in the MMA, uh, he retired, man. Uh, Khabib, uh, Norma Gamet. I can't even say Khabib, that last name. Khabib, Nurgul- hey, right? That, yo, that last name. I'm gonna butcher yeah, the fuck yeah, out of it. Khabib. The eagle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eagle. Yeah. He said um, in a video once, man. He's like. He, uh, he was talking about one of his old fights and like he had the dude on the floor and like he's like um i was actually taking him from the shallows and i was trying to take him to the deep waters and, yeah and that's how he explained it. i was like damn like yo if somebody said that about me like i'm trying to take you to the deep waters oh uh, yeah but that's how it really is and i've had, definitely had situations like that in life uh-huh. where it's like i'm about to take you to the deep end but those have been like street fights though but that was as a security guard like it's like I gotta fuck you up because if I don't, yeah. if you pull the strap out the car or you try to power bomb me onto this ground because you want to impress some woman right there, I, I, I gotta kill you. I gotta <laughs> <die>. <laughs> Ego can be a dangerous thing. Don't cross that line with me. Like, it's, it's, it's real. It's like you yes. really gotta be like, fuck. Like, so I give you like one of the perfect stories, and I tell this shit to everybody. Yes. So <laughs> one time as a security guard, because uh, I used to work for a concert venue. This guy, it was like a dance club night. It was like a reggae, reggae show, make it night. And this guy, he walks out of the club mad as shit, but then he walks back in. And he was starting shit with the security guard. Mind you, the security guard at the gate was like fucking 6'4", like probably like 300-something pounds. Dude, Big dude. Yeah. He's like, hey, man, you can go get it, but then you got to come right back out. I was like, I'm going to go in there and get you. Dude's talking shit to him. I'm just like, damn, you talking shit to old? Like, I don't know. Like, you like, wait, what? Like, this, dude, this dude just mad as fuck. Like, this dude come charging in. It's like, but we have to, like, wand you before you come in, like, because protocol and shit. Mm-hmm. Dude, so I have a coworker on the side of me, and we're both wanding people to, before they get into uh, to get inside. Mm-hmm. And dude walks right past him, starts talking shit. I'm like, hey, wand that dude. Like, he just went out, and he came back in. We have to wand him. Mm-hmm. This dude's talking mad shit to him. To do. Like, you ain't about to do shit. You ain't about to do shit. I'm like, you better get wanted, right, man. Bro, it's like, you know what? Go in there and get your shit, and come right back out. Uh-huh. If you don't, I'm gonna snatch you out. But mind you, it's like I'm <laughs> at that time. It's like I only weighed like 120, like, and I'm only like five seven, five eight in height. My God. So 
people don't think I'm like going to do shit to you. So it's like this dude comes out and he's like, oh, I got you when you come out. I got you. I'm like, all right, come on. Nobody, he doesn't know I like no martial arts and shit. So he comes out talking all this shit. He's like, yeah, yeah. So I have a coworker who's like, I'm cool. It steps out in front of me Mm -hmm. and like starts talking shit to this dude. He's like, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, this shit's not about to end. Somebody's about to swing. So we about I go, to fight I, this dude. I go, I go behind the dude, kick uh-huh. his leg out from the back of him, so he buckles forward, and I just wrap my arm around him and like I choke him, start choking him the fuck out. Uh-huh. But the thing is, it's like I jump up on top of him though and wrap my legs around him, so he just, it's like a monkey just wrapped onto his back, hey, like monkey. an anaconda, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like a monkey or a snake just wrapping around you, and so it's like I'm just wrapped on top of this dude, like just choking the shit out of him. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, his friends and my coworker who was trying to defend me just looks and just like, can you stop? Like, this dude is blue. Like right Yo, they now. gave me like, that. Yo. He's, <laughs> this dude's spitting up. And he's like, hey, no, let, me, my friend go, let my friend go. And my coworker's like, Brian Doss, please let him go. Yeah, but I got chill. I was like, all right. And mind you, this guy, at this point, this guy is trying to bang me up against the gate to get me off of him. And I'm Damn. still latched on, like not letting go. I'm like, I'm so at, at that point in my mind, it's like, bro, you've got to die. Like, but like you no, go down. but like, yeah, that's like that. I have to drag you into the deep end to make sure you learn this lesson to not fuck with me anymore. Thank you so much that you said that, my guy. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully so. that dude had opened his fucking eyes. You know, right. he a fucking prick. Like. I've been like, I've been living like that lately, just like that uh, in my life. Cause like, I'm like, maybe God put me in your life right now just to humble you. And sometimes like I have to be your humbling situation. Like, <laughs> yeah. hey. Thank God later. It's not me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, for me, it's like, I don't even, like getting into fights like i'll run away from a motherfucker before i get in the fight it's like but you know martial arts it's like no nigga if a nigga has a gun on them especially out here like moving to arizona and then seeing people go open carry yeah i seen the dude slap a bitch before and it's like usually i'm captain save a hoe that second when i saw that gun on his waist i was like nah bitch you're gonna get beat up i gotta call the cops i gotta call the cops (laughs) (laughs) you treat that shit like a scary movie but even then (laughs) i wasn't even run bitch it's like shut your ass up and just walk past because that nigga pop you you right there by your house (laughs) like no like no i'm not not dying here like we on indian school in 19th like 27th ave ain't that far like nope (laughs) Psych. Right there. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. I do want to get into something, man, that you did touch on earlier, and I feel like the population masses would really love to hear more about this. Um, The way that you touched upon my guy utilizing your social media skills, you know, and like meeting these girls on you know dating apps or you know like that's dope as shit. But you used it for more beneficial purposes. Yeah, getting pussy. You know. Yeah. Now. How would you tell someone that is a brand new producer right now, you know, is barely making music, you know, barely creating and they want to get out there? How would you tell them to put themselves out there on social media? Because social media nowadays, man, I see it being like being used or being shown in a more negative connotation. Mm -hmm. But in that way, man, I was like, yo, that's a beautiful way to harness social media in itself, bro. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, because originally when I started that, I was like, I don't know anybody out here. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, I'm always on the dating app. It's like, and I'm just like, oh, I'm looking for a girlfriend. But it's like, at this time, it's like, I don't really know anybody out here. It's like, I, I, like my biggest like fear is like, you know, getting kidnapped using the dating app because somebody catfished me. But it's like, at that point in time, like, that's 
dating wasn't my focus. It's like, I just barely got out here. I ain't got no money. I ain't got nothing. Yes, so it's just like, but there are, like, I kind of want to get to know the people or get to know some people, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, it's like, to see where it gets me. So like it's just like, I just took it and it's like, one, before I even got to Jamie Lee's profile on Tinder at that point, mm-hmm. I had ended up, there was another chick who was a musician and she was like, yeah, I'm about to go on tour. And I'm like, I just met a chick who just went on tour with her band. Uh, she's not, she doesn't do any of the type of music I like, mm-hmm. but let me keep seeing who else is on here then. Like, like you that. know? And so for me, it was just like, okay, that guy got me to meet certain people mm-hmm. and like some great people who like, in the music community, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, so then with that being said, it's like, okay, that's that's what I used it for. So, like, for a person that's beginning, it's just, like, kind of use all the resources and apps that's out there. Like, post daily, you know. Uh, I wouldn't say daily because that kind of gets, like, dragging. Like, I would say maybe, like, start a series or something. Mm-hmm. I like that. Like, mm-hmm. that, would, that would work because then it's, like, you could always come back to that series. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're going to, like, one thing I did, like, in the pandemic was, like, I posted a beat, like, every day on SoundCloud for 30 days in the month of December. Nice. So I did that. It was like consistency. It sucks because I'm like, I'm thinking like, oh, I could create a beat every day. And then yeah. there was beats I had that were unreleased and I'm just like, I don't feel like making no beat. Let me just grab an old one off of here. Hey, and that's good though. Hey, yeah, I did well. that. Yes, sir. And then just like put that on, on there and people see it and they'll be like, oh, this dude's serious about his craft and like what he mm-hmm. wants to do and stuff like that. So then when you take that and then you're just like oh he's posted a beat or he's just making a series or whatever the case may be and people look at it mm-hmm. and it's like oh it's the consistency is like what is what is he going to post tomorrow what is he going to post yeah, then? Right. you know like some things you might feel is whack that you might not want to put out it's like okay i don't want to put that out certain things you put out you're like i didn't know people was going to think it was that good or yeah, certain that's, changes that's, like that's okay a, this shit's cool fire everybody likes it you know exactly and so it's shit like that so it's just like Definitely use it. Like, I was so, if anything, post consistently. Really inter- get, try to interact with people mm-hmm. that you, like, you know, like, if you got an emailing list, do that. I'm not a big email person, but it's just, like, for mo- for most part, f- for what I do, I just try to interact with the people in the comments. And I then like also, it's like, if somebody says, Oh, I really like that song. Or it's like, are you ever gonna release that? And it's like, if I ha- if I know I have a release, I would send them the link. You know. Yo, my guy. Okay. So, that's just some of the thing. Just interacting and just posting consistently on like all the social media apps that you can possibly have, because you don't never know where you're gonna pop off at or whatever the yeah, case may I be. Feel it. So it's like. Use Twitch, use YouTube, use Instagram, Snapchat, whatever the case may be, and just be creative with it at the yeah, end of the day. I feel exactly. like that's the thing. Like, a lot of people are just not creative they with it. They like, think it. Uh-huh. Like, they, right. they'll, they'll either do something that everybody else is doing, which is, like, for example, like, producers, like, they'll just make these videos of them producing beats, but if, like, if it's not, if the beat's not knocking, like, nobody's going to run and really listen to the shit. Like, yep. mm-hmm. And so it's like, you got to make it knocking or you got to make the video interesting enough, you know, to really have, have to people, be pop, right? you know. Just and little so. details in it. And, and, and that's what I feel like people just don't, like, 
take into account or don't even you know don't just overlook in general like just those small details you know yeah put into your video do you think it's in the sense that they're following like the prototype like they're like oh it worked for somebody else and i might have to try it out that way you know Uh, oh yeah yeah definitely definitely it's definitely that um it's definitely at that point where people like just get to copying somebody and like that's why you have like all these mashups or it's like something goes viral and then you're like wait you took that because it went viral like but it's like don't be afraid to release because you don't know what you might create that like like i was telling like nonsense earlier like i i i went from like 2015 probably like to 2019 not really releasing anything Mm -hmm. And a lot of the things that I have, like, that I just started releasing or haven't released yet, mm-hmm. I noticed if I probably would have released it mm-hmm. or just would have been better at the time at beat making, mm-hmm. I feel like I could have kind of been ahead of my time because there's, like, times where it's, like, there was, like, uh, like Drake or whatever, like, when he did... I forgot. He used Lauren... I forgot the name of the song, but mm-hmm. he used, like, Lauren Hill... I was like the sample, damn. Okay, yeah. and so it was like, care for me, care for me, and I was like that ho- way before I even heard like Dr- the Drake do it. Mm-hmm. I kept singing out of my head and kept trying to fuck with it. Like, how can I flip this shit yeah. to make it dope as fuck? Because that's some dope ass shit. I like, like and so like, I but I never released it. And the time that I was like, I don't, it, it ain't as good as I thought it would be. It's like I still can't come up with nothing. The next day, I thought I finally figured something out. Drake released that, and I was like, damn it, nope. So then mm-hmm. it happened a couple of few other times with other artists or other songs. I was like, am I ahead of my time? It's like, why do I keep doubting myself? It's right, like, you're it's overthinking. Like, you know, it's like, what am I doing? So now it comes to a point where it's just like, these are the things that I create. I'm going to just release it and see what kind of reception it gets. And I'm not big. I don't get a lot of big numbers. But, like, long as it's cool for the people who listen and... Who do mess with you, you know? They're like, oh, this shit's dope, you know? So whoever really fucks with it, really fucks with it. If you don't, you don't. Yeah, because you're dropping, what, a a song a month? That's the time you earlier? Yeah, I'm I'm dropping, like, an EP or a single a month. On all platforms, Sometimes both. Like, yeah, I try to do all platforms. I've been getting lazy on YouTube because I don't, like, really upload and shit. Yeah, I feel it. Yeah, YouTube's. I'm, I'm barely trying to get on that YouTube consistency. It's so fucking yeah. hard. It meant it's, it meant it's hard to keep up with YouTube. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, but yeah, I try to release it on all platforms and yeah. stuff like that. So then that way somebody goes on YouTube and like they can hear it. Yeah, or I got some, somebody, because not here. everybody listens to music the same way though. Like yeah, somebody might use Spotify, but somebody might use Apple Music, but then somebody else might use Tidal. And it's just like, Whatever you, you gotta release it everywhere. You can't keep going to the same antidote of using Bandcamp and SoundCloud like this is right. 2012. Like right now, nah, for expand. I feel that definitely because I try to post. Like, I, I post on everything. Bro, show me the beat, man. I want to hear one of the beats right quick. <laughs> I'm just gonna go through. I got like ten beats. I got more though. He sent me a whole bunch. Hell yeah! Ten of them so far. I remember we got baptized in the the beat mechanism. It just going. Going. 
got the energy, man. I'm trying to think, which one was the, the one off one of your project? You're dropping a project this month? Uh, none, none of those are probably going to be on a project that I have coming out this month or in the future. Okay. Because I try to make stuff that's like more newer to me so it like won't be born mm, okay. Oh, okay i got and you like stuff that i like really really digging and feeling in my soul because if i don't i was like okay whatever just probably just for me or it's like i'll release it later whenever but like when this feels at the right moment but other than that like nah, i'm good so like and um, all, the, all the stuff you do release is all just fresh all just for the most part, because it's like if I'm creating it, I might as well just release it. And that goes back to the point of like me not releasing stuff for a while. So it's yeah. like, mm-hmm. nah, if somebody says this should, like, if I hear somebody like release some bullshit like this in the future, it's like, I'm going to be mad. Let me release <laughs> this shit now. And let me just put it out. And then it's like, you never know these days, especially with like TikTok and shit. Like, mm-hmm. people like hop on shit that's like old or it's like hella new. Sitting there and you listening to that shit. It's like, oh shit. Uh, but did you hear that's what like a lot of people think that's what Drake did before Beyonce? Uh, that's why he dropped his house album yeah. before Beyonce because he just wanted to drop the sound of it yeah. before somebody else. And I was like, yo, Drake, just being Drake out here, bro. <laughs> just, yeah. just, just, let me just drop it, take the hit, and then Beyonce. You, you right, go. playing chestnut yeah, checkers yeah, out here. <laughs> <laughs> she can step over me. She, she can step over me. This is nice, bro. Yeah, so. Uh, hey, with that song in Pacific, I was I made that song on the day of a festival. I played my very first festival I ever played in California. Um, yeah, I played the I played the festival, and I was like wanting to finish that song. Like I kind of started it, but I never finished it. It was just an idea, and I was waiting for like a long time for the festival to start because we have to come in early for some shit or whatever and i was like all right whatever so i I literally sat there on my laptop with the most fucked up earphones ever (laughs) and i sat there and i made that shit but the sample comes from because i was like so focused on at the time it's like making like beats for video games okay and the sample is from uh this video game called la noir and it's like Uh. an old it's a game, bro. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a game that's like it's like a detective type game and shit like that. So I took it. I that's just hard. I hear it now. That's so dope. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I never played that game, but I remember that game. I mean, that was like, no, yeah. right. That's not released. I just use it when I just want to play footwork out loud, and like crowds and shit. But I I took that same sample and I, I flipped it again. Still hear the very similarities in it, but I released it like on one of my EPs earlier this year. And then I keep so I'm like for anybody that really listens to my music, I'm just waiting for the day that they just like, oh shit, like this is the same sample, but he fucking totally different. Hey, hey, someone's gonna hit you with that soon. I'm gonna just knock somebody out with that shit. Like I'm it's gonna be a crowd where I'm just playing. 
I'm probably play the original song and then just start playing it into the like yeah. it. and then it's like no, because as a producer, what? I'm the same way. Like, I'll be reflipping shit all the time. Like, just to see the different vibes you can create off it, you know? Yeah. Because, like, you never know what smacks. Like, you can just make a whole different beat with the same sample, but it just smacks in a whole fucking different way. Do you know that song um, uh, by Ice Cube? Oh, yeah. Uh, throw your sets up in the air. Uh, Friday, I oh, think yeah. so. Yeah. Um, who was it? Beastie Boys, I think, man. Uh, no, Cypress Hill. Uh, yes. Um, um, so yeah. there was a um, um, a story one day that one of the producers was playing that beat out mm-hmm. loud, and he flipped it backwards. Yeah, because he was looking for uh, he was trying to get music for the Friday movie. My yeah, God, yeah. And then was... as soon as he flipped it backwards, like they instantly heard it. They're like, "Yo, using that." I was <laughs> like, "That's so fire, man!" Like, yeah. like he wanted it, and then they're like, "No, nah, this is for our project." And then they didn't give him the song for it because he wanted it for the movie. But he was like, "All right, then fuck it." Then he just... reversed. That, that one little snippet he heard, he fucking ended up coming. That, yeah. Good yeah. shit, right? That's just that's wild, cool. though. But that, that started a whole beef, though, too. Like, it was a whole thing with blacks and Mexicans. and Damn. With that one. Yeah, I watched, like, a whole documentary about that shit. That shit was wild. Oh, bro. Yeah. Yo, the 90s were a different volatile time, man. Yo, the 90s were. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was. Like, I don't think in the 90s anybody got alarmed for a short period of time. 100%. Especially that Rodney King shit, man. Oh, bro. Like, you got Korean shooting niggas in stores. It's like <laughs> 100%. You, you got, like, Mexicans not trusting blacks. It's like... And I think in California, Mexicans, you white guys people. had a melting pot of, like, completely different verses, man. Like, you can't run away from not seeing an Asian. Oh, yeah. Shit, yeah. Like, like, you, you, can't, you can't run away from it. But the thing is, like, California is a melting pot, but it's, like, segregated as well. Like, I didn't mm. realize it until, like, one of my supervisors, because we was talking one day, mm-hmm. and he pointed it out. He was just like, yeah, I went to California one day with my girlfriend at the time, and we was walking down the street, and I really noticed that California is, like, segregated. And at first, I'm not knowing how to feel about this conversation, because we're <laughs> dealing with racism. Like, I'm talking to my like, I'm <laughs> like, we're trying to go over here. Okay, at, the, at, at this point, it's like, I know I can't say the N-word freely, <laughs> but... <laughs> And I am in the office, and then, like, the bigger boss is right there at the computer, and he's from California, too. So it's like, he should know what I'm talking about, but I'm going to just try to keep this rated G as possible. Right. Not G, G. And so it's just like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. But it made me realize, like, you go to a certain city or certain areas in cities, like, this city right here is, like, Mexican. This city right here is Asian. This city right here is black. This city right here is white. But you know what happens when you go in those areas. If you go in the city and it's Mexican and you black, you might get fucked up. You go in the city and you're black, like, and you're another race or you're doing some weird ass shit, you might get fucked up. You go over here, you might run into KKK members. You go over here, you have, like, you go over here, it might be clean as fuck, you know? And so it's just like, for me, it's like, I even gave a friend a tip, it's like, Pay attention to what neighborhoods you walk into. By like, pay attention to the ground of the neighborhoods that you walk into. If the ground is all fucked up, like gum everywhere, look like it ain't been washed or like or like pressured down like in fifty thousand years, <laughs> you know you about to be in some bullshit. Everything smell like piss. Oh yeah, Ex- expect to probably almost get robbed once. Like, no, you're surrounded. You know? Out of it's nowhere, like, like in the faint hills. Oh, <laughs> hey, that's how it really be though. Like, so it's just like, hey, yeah, like you really gotta watch out. But yeah, it's just it's just shit like that. But it's like, yeah, 
Like it's 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 very much of a melting pot, but it's like very well diverse as well, you know. So it is what it is. And you started making beats out there in California. That's where you first started, or yeah, that's I first started making beats. Like I was so at the very very start. If I want to go way way back, mm-hmm. I started playing guitar at fifteen, okay. and then. When I started playing guitar, I only played guitar like because I played like Guitar Hero and shit. Yeah, I feel and so it. I was like, "Wonder how I would like to play a real guitar." <laughs> so I actually st- like played guitar, and I like took guitar lessons at school and shit. And then it's like so throughout from sophomore year to senior year in high school, that's when I was like playing guitar and shit. Uh-huh. And then I was like, I don't know what I'm gonna do with the rest of my life. And then like colleges was just like. Yeah, so uh, fill out your major, and you got to fill out them cards and shit. And it's like, because it's all black people, they're trying to promote HBCUs and shit, like the month of March and shit. And I'm just like, <laughs> I don't know what to put here. Like, what the fuck am I going to study when I'm in college? It's like, what do you want me to learn here? Right. I play the guitar. It's like, like just put whatever you're interested in. I just said, music, fuck it. Mm-hmm. And I think from there on, because it's like, I was always told, it's like, Whatever you do in college, that's what you're going to do for the rest of your life. And I'm like, yeah, true. Okay. I, I wouldn't mind doing music for the rest of my life. But then I like this drove me to like where I am today. So, And that's uh, yeah. a beautiful thing, man. That's dope. And it is a very weird thing, bro, because I think for 18 years of our lives in America, I'm sorry, everyone else that's checking this out of the country, um, <laughs> this is not pertaining to you in this, but um, I think for the first 18 years, man, like, we're kind of like, all right, you know, do whatever you want, try it out, try it out, and those four years, like, motherfuckers, like, crunch time, they're like, all right, nigga, uh, decide, 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 you're like, I don't know what I want to do, I, like, yeah. <laughs> I thought we were cruising, like, yeah, I thought we were chilling right now, <laughs> yeah, but and yeah. they definitely have it at a point where it's just like, there's no way out. It's like you either right. go to school or you're going to work. It's like, it's okay to change your mind. Like, there's exactly. people who have degrees for shit that they don't even use. Right. Like, I know, like, for real. Like, you ever meet a stripper with a tech degree? My God. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, 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 it happens, though. It's like, why is you in the club? It's real life. It's real life. It's like, but that's what you want to do with the rest of your life. You became a sex worker, but you got a tech degree. It's like, yeah, your OnlyFans site never going to crash. But <laughs> hey, it's like, at the end of the day, that's what you want to do. It's okay to change your mind. So it's like, you know. Can you picture homegirl reading code? <laughs> it just crashed. Hold on. Like, just go to her quick. Straight from her fucking phone. Watch her do it again. But it, but it is really like that, though. It's like, oh, like a construction worker with a law degree. It's like, bro, it's like, if I get hurt, I know how to sue your ass. It's like, but it's just like people like go through shit, and you know. So it's yeah. just like, hey, it's like if you want to change your mind and you want to go out and do something, that's the great thing that opportunities that we have. But it's like that's why right. I hate it when you're a kid and it's just like you got to make up your mind now. It's just like, hey man, whatever you want to do, yeah. Because even it, in your twenties, you're not happy. even supposed to know. Like it's supposed to be a life experience, you know, right. like. That's how I feel. Yeah, because like, they live a little. Yeah, because yeah. even though, like at 18, 19, 20, I, I feel like all the way probably till you get up to like about 25. You're yeah. like still a kid because mm-hmm. like people like you're 18. It's like you're 18 now. You're an adult. Mm-hmm. It's like you're only adult to like certain standards, though. It's like you, I was just eating lunch at recess like <laughs> three weeks ago. Thank you, my guy. And like now <laughs> you're telling me that I got to pay some fucking mortgage. <laughs> you're like I ain't trying to pay, <laughs> gotta pay some bills. I was buying um, some greasy ass pizza out of a tin foil, and now you're telling me about thousand dollars in fucking school. Fucking it's like, no. I oh, just yeah. got done with nap with nap time <laughs> from Mrs. 
Hinkle Winkle. And <laughs> now you're telling me that I got to get ready to, like, get life insurance? For real, bro? <laughs> bro. And then they didn't even prep that in school either. No, so yeah. it's like... it's And, like, that's the most craziest thing because, like, I, like, think about that nowadays that... We took a rinky-dink economy class our senior year, and like, and like, I think that was like the last year that they're like, okay, you might need this. And for literally six months out of <laughs> thirty minutes out of your day after lunch, my nigga, I'm still digesting my food at this time. I'm not learning about macros, micros, you know, my inflation and shit. Like, yeah, and you just want to get the fuck out and go home, play some Xbox. Facts. In a lot of our communities, bro, and like, it's weird that I'm like that. That we're talking about this, but I love it. A lot of our communities didn't know about credit. Um, I used to have a lot of my uncles, as soon as we go out, my nigga, like, they're like, all right, man, it'll be $600. He pulls out a big wad of cash, and he's like, all right, boom, boom, boom. And they always paid it in cash. And, like, to me, that was the cool thing. You know, I was like, oh, yo, these guys got all cash. But that's the dumb thing. (laughs) Put that shit on credit. Like, (laughs) yeah. credit. Get a house. It's, you know, there's, there's other ways. You know? right. Yeah, yeah. Like for a lot, cause like, like I went through a lot of shit. And like just recently, like as of three years ago, like mm-hmm. I've been kind of like slowly starting to get like to levels to where it's like, oh okay, I feel comfortable doing this. I was like, oh, I got myself like my own apartment for the first time, and I'm actually paying rent on time. Mm-hmm. This is amazing. Adults want to what? Exactly. So, like it makes you feel good and shit. But then you start learning shit. It's like, hey, bro, you ever get renters insurance? Nigga, what the fuck is renter's insurance? Right. It's like, you know, if anything is stolen out your house, like, it'll be able to replace it. I do got a lot of valuable ass shit to me. These are added so, everything know, up. It's, it's like, shit like that. And it's just yep. like, bro, and it adds up. This is adulthood. <laughs> like, There's know, just so like, much extra. But, yeah, renter's insurance. Yo, shout out to my girl because she made me laugh uh, the other day. She's like, um, I took off the extermination fee off of my rent. <laughs> Like, I was like, how much was it? She's like, $3. I was like, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not for it. I'm not like, <laughs> He's like, I get to say $3. He's like, I, I got the, what's that spray? He's like, I got the spray right here. Let's second, go. Just, yeah. like, the second they see a cockroach, though, hey, my nigga, we can't do that no more. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, that roach about to become your best friend. About to kick you out the house. Oh, that's, uh, hey, yo. bro, you pay your rent yet, dog? I know you late. Uh, I had a cockroach inside of mine. You better let that crumb stay on the floor. Oh, I'm real? the only one that's going to get rid of it. I'm about to bring the homies over, too. <laughs> I had a cockroach my inside fear. the garage, man, uh, last week, and I told my roommate, like, the most funniest thing. Like, he's like, are, uh, are you going to go out there? I was like, no, bro, that's his car. I really hope that he can pay rent now because I'm not, like, I'm that not whole garage is his. <laughs> it's crazy how some of some small people are just like, Bro, for real. Um, like I got only two scares in the world, and that's heights and insects. You know, the, uh, only two things. Because heights, we can't stop it. You know, I constantly have those dreams where we all, uh, that we all do. Just free fall. Boom, and you wake up. And you're like, <laughs> Shit. Sometimes, bro, one day that might happen, and I'm like, I don't <laughs> want that day to like. Nah, I don't want that to happen. I don't have dreams like that anymore. I used to when I was a little kid, but the dreams that I used to always have was mm-hmm. like. I don't know why, but it's like when I was a little kid, I used to have these dreams that I used to like just be in the front seat of a car, just driving and shit. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like the car would like just come up and like I couldn't control it anymore. So it would just randomly crash. And I'd wake <laughs> up. And so I was just like, fuck. 
And then one day I was out with a friend mm-hmm. and we was with these girls and we was at a uh, concert, like an event type thing. Mm-hmm. And we was going and they lived far. So we left. And then all of a sudden, oh, shit. like they had a detour on the freeway. Dun, dun, dun. He takes the detour, but I fall my ass to sleep. I wake up to screaming. All I hear is screaming. I didn't even get to open my eyes yet. Boom! Straight into Damn. a tree. Like but the car I... totaled and everything. Uh-huh. Ever since then, I was like, nah, I'm good. You trust, your, dream, do you trust your dreams more now? You trust your dreams more? You try to find the messages in them sometimes? or. Kind of, but not really, because it was a period of time where I was, like, writing my dreams down just to see the weird shit in it. No, I feel <laughs> and it. so it's just like, what the fuck? It's <laughs> like, why am I dreaming about, like, freaking Skip Bayless saving my ass, <laughs> like, from drowning in the, like, lake and shit? Just the most like, random shit. What does this guy do with my life? Like, Skip Bayless drowned, so now Shannon Sharp is, like, Skip. taking me out of the water. Skip. Hey, come on, Skip. You can't get him out the water, Skip. <laughs> shit like that And it's like Ah god damn it's like, ah, I'm glad I woke up from that shit Like getting chased by a bear and shit Bro that's time that they try to convert you over to the cowboys And you're like I don't want to come over <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just like Bro it's like Hey That's like, just standard, bro Yeah you having weird dreams like that And you like start to wonder why you had those dreams It's like oh You you just recently looked at a video Of a bear Getting his ass whooped by a human being you was also watching First Take just to get some sports debate knowledge. Right. Them shits combined together and create this weird-ass dream. <laughs> hey, like, you know, oh, for real. Okay. Like, I can't do this no more. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's like, I got to stop eating before I go to bed. <laughs> right? <laughs> or you just get those those loose, those dreams where you're just, like, re- like actually in control. Like, I like those dreams, though. So Bro, dreams I love like, those dreams. You guys dreams. have those dreams where you're just, like, really full control? Like, you can really, like, just, even though you're swinging, you're still, you know, you're still fucking missing. Like, you're consciously, but you're like, so, consciousness. Yeah, you're conscious yeah. in your yeah. dreams. Like, I had a dream one time. I was flying a fucking car, and it was, like, so fucking real, though. Like, I was like, damn. I'm in here. Why this be real? Like, I'm in this fucking dream. Like, I'm in this fucking... I need you to make that card, DJ Dawson. <laughs> right? I need you to make it. Like, <laughs> yeah, those, those good dreams where they, you just want to never fun. end. Yeah, it's just fun. You wake up like, okay. I'm, I'm I know going it's going to sound weird. Do y'all remember sex dreams before y'all had sex? Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's... Uh, I, I think it was Don't. more of a very heavy emotion for me. Oh, <laughs> uh, nah. Like, like or... Not even before you had sex, though, but the first time, like, you ever, like, jacked off or, like, busted a nut or anything Wait. in your life. Like, I remember vivid as day. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I I had this dream that I was just fucking this, like, hot-ass, blonde, like, white girl. I don't know why. Maximum, I don't even date. Maximum 100. I don't, I don't even date white girls at all mm-hmm. it's like sorry white women if you listen to this <laughs> but I, i'm sorry i just don't but i was fucking this bomb ass white girl mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it's just like what the fuck and then it's like you wake up and it's like you from busting this nut and it's just like wait what the fuck is this like why is all this white shit all over me <laughs> why is it sticky but it felt, it felt so, so weird and it's like how do i get this feeling back so then it's just like you start jacking off for the first time. You're like, I gotta chase this for like every day. Now. <laughs> this shit is like, God gave me a gift. Like, <laughs> like you telling me my hand could do this, make me feel this good, my guy. Like, oh shit. Like, I don't need nobody. But then, like the first time you had sex, man, that shit was a whole different. Like, thank like, you. Right. 
But all day. the first time I had sex is probably different from anybody who's ever had sex. Well, not anybody, but uh, it's it's rare. Case. You want to break it down, my guy? You want to? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I've told people the story before. Stop so, <laughs> like, the thing is, like, my thing was, like, I don't go to strip clubs as much now, but I was at a, I, w- I went on this date with this chick. Mm-hmm. The chick was born, so I was like, let me entertain myself. Went to a strip club, just planning on coming out and stuff like that. I was like, I'm going to just come in here, sit for a little while, whatever. Chill out. This thick ass chick. Like, thick as fuck. Like, thick. Like, I'm sorry. She was just thick. Thick in a Snickers. <laughs> she was just thick. And she was, like, beautiful as fuck, too. And she was just like, she came over, like, uh, and she was all like, hey, like, how you doing? I'm I'm cool, like chilling, like yeah, like yeah, like w- we gonna do it again, do it again. All I did was throw you some money. Like, <laughs> oh my god, okay, you like okay. Like, I'm 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 thinking at this point, like, is she kind of drunk? Because being at Arizona, the first time I ever seen a drunk, no, she was probably cracked out. Okay, I seen a cracked out stripper before, but that's a whole different story. I love your <laughs> strippers, bro. Yo, they work hard, but they're not even on the beat no more. <laughs> <laughs> but. But but back to this story though, like so she's like, yeah, we're gonna do it again. Like I miss you. I'm like, who the fuck is this? Like I don't know. Like so she like like so she's like, you want to dance? And I was like, yeah. So we go in the little VIP area, but the VIP area ain't so VIP. Like this is like just a titty bar or whatever. So hey. it's like like there's different sections, kind of like with the dividers right there. So you know there's somebody else on the other side. You could see another stripper like kicking her heels up in the air to a nigga and shit. Did you so, see like <laughs> the shadow and silhouette. <laughs> like no, you can literally see it because it's like imagine like there's a div- little divider here, oh so my, you can't okay. see anything, and then there's like plexiglass. Okay. So, and the shit. So you can see All like right. a stripper like on top of a dude or whatever, just grinding on him. So this chick in particular, she's like. Okay, cool. So the first song goes on. My goal is like, I ain't trying to spend that much money. I just got done with the date. Right. Probably two dances and that's it. By the first dance, like not even halfway into the song, this chick is already kissing on me. <laughs> kissing on me and shit. So yeah, I'll take like, it. Hey, I'll take it. I'm always trying to kiss up on the street forever. So then she starts kissing on me, right? Mm-hmm. So then she starts going down. And I'm just like, Okay, she's just going to tease. But it would be cool if my dick was in her mouth. But whatever, like, <laughs> it's whatever. <laughs> she pulls my dick out. I'm just like, wait, 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 whoa. Like, I like so most down. most strippers, so they don't want you, like, whipping yeah. your dick out. They say it is rude and shit. You shouldn't. If you had a strip club and you just whipping your dick out, don't do that shit. <laughs> like, don't. It's very bad but, taste, right? <laughs> don't touch without consent. Yeah, right. don't touch. Well, they look pretty much what you touch anywhere. But <laughs> still, if she says no, you got to go. But, <laughs> but yeah, so she's sitting there and she like just whips my dick out. She's playing with it and shit. And then all of a sudden, she like gets on top of me. Like she sticks it in there. We're at the second song now. This happens all through the first song. I love it. Do you know which song was played at the time? No, okay. I don't. <laughs> I don't care no more. <laughs> but she, so she, she whips my dick out and she's playing with it and shit. Like and she, now she's sitting on it. And she's sitting up there kissing on me and shit. And I'm just like, I'm thinking to myself, holy shit, like my dick is in a woman for the first time in my life. <laughs> I'm in love with I'm, a stripper. I'm 26. My God. <laughs> I 
I lose my virginity at 26. Congratulations. No, but I'm thinking to myself, at that time, most people were like, oh, shit, bro, you finally know what pussy felt like. I'm like, bro, this is the weirdest way to know what pussy feels like. Like, I don't even know if she's pregnant or not, because I ended up busting inside of her. But the thing is, it's like I had to push her off of me. And mind you, she's thick as fuck. She's probably at least like 5'8". 190. So it was a, mm. I'm 5'8", 120. Like, and <laughs> the way women carry 180 versus a guy is totally different. So that shit's heavy. It's, it's bottom heavy. You know, it's like, bottom like, <laughs> and she got the ass fat, titties fat, like all natural too. So it's just like, bro, what the fuck? And it's like, I'm thinking the whole entire time. Like, for me, it's like, I'm telling all my homeboys and it's like, oh my God, bro, you did it. You got, you finally got some pussy, my nigga. Like, I'm telling all my homegirls and shit like, hey, you, 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 at least you finally got some. It's like, so now some of them probably thinking like, oh, like, yeah, I could fuck you now since you actually lost your virginity. Like, I'm not fucking my homegirls. I'm but, not, <laughs> my God. <laughs> at the time, like, homegirls I would talk to, not my closest homegirls, but like, you know. And so it's just like, I'm sitting there thinking about it. I'm like, Bro, I hope I don't have a kid out there in the universe that I don't know about. But then it's like, after that, it's like having sex with like other women and shit like that afterwards. It was just like, oh, okay, cool. Like, this ain't nothing. This is what it's supposed to be about. Exactly. This this is a more natural feeling. Like, like, but the stripper that like had me like lose my virginity, like, I really hope that she's still prospering in the world, you know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She did a real good job. Guys, before we do take off, because we have been sitting here for a cool minute, man. Before we do take off, I do want to get into something crisp and clear. We had DJ Nonsense drop a beautiful EP and uh, um, a a full album, right, my guy? Oh, Secrecy, yes. Yes, my guy. Secrecy dropped an album, yeah, Trapping in Space. Uh, How how did that go? Yo, let's talk about it. Yeah, the the numbers are doing good. Uh, We're still promoting it. We dropped the video with it with Lisco, Hard to Find, oh, and uh, I shot that. I, uh, I did all the video editing, shot that at Lisco's place, and yeah, we're now, now we're just promoting it. The Secrecy just launched a website, too, so fucking, I got that in order for him, and yeah, the album's doing good, though. My yeah, guy. He, yeah, he's really good at marketing for young kids. These young kids know how to market their shit really well, so it's like... Uh, he's really good at that. So, but gotta yeah, use social media. I got like one track on the. It's a 15 track album, but I only got like one song on there, like uh, that I produced, because I wasn't really trying to put music on this album, because we're mm-hmm. working on a specific album, and I ended up having like one song on. It. It's called "Give Me a Reason," and it's one of my new beats I made this year, and yeah, it made the cut. So it's on the album. My brother. Track four, "Give Me a Reason." So. Yeah, check, secrecy, check, check secrecy, it out. Secrecy, trapping in space, uh, all platforms, and fucking yeah. I love that. Good vibe. Before we do leave, man, uh, we do have like this tradition. Um, b- before you give off the social medias, um, mm-hmm. if you can leave a, one lasting word to the world. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> always gets everybody. Right. I'm going to just say be yourself at the end of the day. Just yes. authentically be yourself. Because it's like. I love it. I know I like don't like being around fake people. Mm-hmm. Fake people don't even like being around fake people. Right. So it's just no, like just day. be yourself. Like if you be yourself, like a lot of people gonna always gravitate you towards yep. you no matter what. It might be slowly, it might be a lot all at once, but as long as you yourself, like you're always gonna win at the end of the day. I love uh, that, yeah, bro. I love that. Just be positive, you know? Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, what's the social medias, man? Uh, where they ca- uh, where can they find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram. Uh, well, my Instagram and TikTok is the same. It's Captain underscore Backpack Twelve. Uh, my Twitter and Snapchat are the same. It's Captain Backpack all together, but you got to take out the vowels. So it's uh, BCK. So it's it's like C P T N B C K P C K. Hey. And yeah, and then so yeah, and yeah, that's pretty much it for the most part. Like, I don't post on my Captain Backpack Facebook page. You could like there too, but I just don't like keeping up with that shit. What I about post uh, more on my personal like Spotify, page. Spotify, the anything. Captain Backpack on Spotify too. Yeah, you could also go on Spotify, Apple Music, all that stuff. Just type in Captain Backpack. And then you'll just easily find my music there Dope, hell yeah. and stuff like that. And so, but Captain other than backpack, that, my peeps, check yeah. it out. <laughs> and also, like, I just want to shout out, like, my friends and stuff and certain people. Mm-hmm. So it's like, shout out to Love Group Computer. Shout out to Swear Words. Shout out to Marissa. Shout out to uh, Jasmine. Hey. Shout out to all of my siblings. On my dad's side. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really fuck with my siblings on my mom's side. Because my mom's side of the family is weird. But shout out to all my siblings on my dad's side. Dad's side is fire. Yes, uh, sir. Sh- shout out to my dad. Congratulations to your ass for just recently getting engaged. Yeah. Uh, congrats. That's what's congrats. up, man. Love congrats. still exists. I love that. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, shout out to... Huh? Uh, do you have a pet? No, I don't have no pets. Shout out to... Uh, Black Flag Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, yeah, I think it's just the greatest. Um, yeah, and uh, sh- shout out to all the dope-ass music producers that I've met, again, or, like, mu- just music people in general, um, like Dungeon Destroyer, Kareem Molly, Stony Pie. Um, Hell yeah. Who else? Black Shaman, Record Bar Radio. Shout out to them. They do some really dope-ass shit. Um, it's so fire. Shout out to Jamal the RX for the shit he does. Shout out to My Guy Complex. Yeah. He's dope. Yeah. This I love that. Shout out to that's RZ. love right there. <laughs> Captain yeah, Backpack. Shout out to all y'all. Hell yeah. DJ Nonsense, my guy. Drop, um, you know, drop the words on us. Drop the socials. I know that they know you. But oh, yeah. Man, I, know, um, no. I love all the time that you come on the show, mate. Appreciate it, pleasure. bro. Pleasure. Yeah, just stay positive and don't ever doubt yourself. Just keep moving and grooving and... Only you, only you know what you want, so you just got to stay true to yourself and just keep going, you know? By the way, me and DJ Nonsense have some beautiful things in the works for y'all that, Definitely I'll be, that I'll, we're going to tell you in the future. I can't wait until y'all see, but keep right there. Be sick. <laughs> but yeah, it's DJ. It's the real DJ Nonsense on all platforms, uh, Instagram, and take, oh no, TikTok is Day-to-Day Nonsense. So Day-to-Day Nonsense is my vlog, so I do a vlog, and... Day Day Nonsense on Instagram and TikTok, and then my real DJ Nonsense is on Instagram. I got it. And then, yeah, that's pretty much it. I love the vlogs, by the way, bro. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. Episode bro. one. They're, yeah, they're they're getting better and better. I'm breaking everything up in seasons too, so mm. I'm gonna be dropping Ant season at the end of the year. The first season that Ant made for the studio and everything. So yeah. Yeah, I'm getting all that situated, ready to go, and yeah, hopefully, fucking yes, yeah, season three next year is gonna be popping. So. Hell yeah. So, that's what's up. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be sick. Uh, I'm gonna leave it with. Uh, drink your water, tip your bartender, and on the heart of um, 
the vlogs from that drunken white dude, man, on yeah, one of these videos, man, like he needs to show you. Um, he says, Big Mexico. So I'm going to just oh, leave yeah. it with that shit right there. <laughs> Big Mexico <laughs> energy. Uh, <laughs> that episode got uh, a... Like, he didn't block the episode. It was still up, but at, like... At, at, yeah, that, that episode was so wild. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming this... We're dropping this season one uh, December, so... Hell yeah. Yeah, That's re-upload. It's going to be sick. And then this year, yeah, we got... This year's all season two, so we'll at least go in secrecy. Uh, we had the Cali trip. We had the show a few weeks ago, and just little things, the album and everything, so... A little inside of our world, so... Yeah, I love dope. that, my guy. And the last but not least person that we... Yeah, the room oh, my is Mr. Nico. Oh, yes. Oh, my guys. It's uh, Nation Entertainment. Uh, yes. Nation underscore entertainment on Instagram. Oh, it's just good to be here, guys. Um, glad to have everybody Shout out here. Sound. Uh, Nick, Nick sound all day. Low main, Captain Backpack, Nonsense. Glad to have you guys all in the studio together. Bro. Oh, yes. Check out the shops. We do have some uh, new clothing recently. We have the Weed Masons uh, shirts and hats. We also have uh, the Take Care of the Family shirts. They do. They did recently come out with some uh, hoodies of it, but I don't have the hoodies yet. But, yes, everything's getting available cold on soon, there, so. as well as some Threadbeast uh, material that uh, I receive monthly. I'll try to be dropping some at least every month. Hopefully every month. Yeah. (laughs) Now to you and everybody out there, thank you for tuning in and we'll see y'all next Tuesday. Yeah. Let's get it.